Hi, it's Dune here, your host and hype girl. And before we dive into today's episode, I want you to take a hot second to reflect. What's that passion, unique experience, or knowledge you have itching to be shared with the world? For me, it's always been about guiding you and cheerleading incredible women to start your businesses. So what's your thing? You see, everyone's got something they excel at, something they just can't stop talking about. And it turns out that one of the best ways to monetize those passions is through sharing that thing with the world as a digital course product. My life's work has been to chat with more than 600, 7, 8, and 9-figure e-commerce founders. And it's through those conversations that have led me to creating a foolproof playbook and my go-to guide for early-stage founders in the form of my first-ever digital program, e-commerce fundamentals. But it wouldn't have been possible without Thinkific. The beauty of this platform lies in its simplicity. Cute templates and a super easy to use editor. No coding headaches, no tech-induced stress, just pure focus on what matters most, the content. So if you've ever been curious about building a course to teach your passion, this is the way to do it. The genuine support from the Thinkific team turns it from this lonely, confusing headache into the most fulfilling and easy project. Go to the link in my show notes to get a free trial on me. This is episode 20 with Kira Rumble. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Female Startup Club. Today I'm joined by Kira Rumble, founder and CEO of Crumbled Foods and the creator of Beauty Bites, Australia's first and only collagen bars. They're tiny sweet treats that are packed with goodness to illuminate your skin, help with anti-aging and make you glow from the inside out. During our talk, Kira shares her experiences in building a brand of this size how she launched Nationwide into Priceline and Coles, getting into Sephora's Accelerator program, and her advice to women who are just starting out. If you're new here, let me just give you a quick overview about what Female Startup Club podcast is. It's a series of inspiring, insightful stories of female founders who have grown incredibly successful businesses. I place a big emphasis on strategy and learnings so that other women in progress, like myself, can learn and be inspired by. And at the end of every episode, I ask the same six quick questions to every woman that I speak to. And I often pick up tips and resources that I can use directly in my own personal life and in business. These are the pearls of wisdom you want to keep your ears peeled for. Let's jump in. This is Kira for Female Startup Club. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? 
Alright, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Let's go back to the very beginning. I want to hear why you started Crumbled and how it came about. Crumbled. So it began when I was actually going through my own health journey. I started documenting my health issues and I sort of had to rediscover eating healthy again after a number of sort of health diagnoses. And I created my own website doing sort of food blogging, documenting my journey. And I had absolutely no idea about WordPress and SEO, but I got myself a WordPress site. And I started just documenting everything. I then got asked to do a charity event to create some products, hand-rolled protein balls and things like that. So I did that and there are a lot of cafes there and they asked if I could start making the products for them. And before I knew it, I had sort of 60 cafes around Bondi that I was you know, supplying to. I started hand-rolling out of my own kitchen, which moved into a commercial kitchen I was working full-time. I was doing digital advertising. I was an EA at the time. And uh, I was, you know, delivering before work, during work, after work. It was just consuming my work. So I then quit my job and had absolutely no idea what I was going to do and decided that I wanted to make a business out of this food business. I set out on what I thought would be relatively easy and it sort of took over the next five years of my life. We developed uh, a range of protein balls, which failed. We just learned a lot of what not to do. And when I mean we, my boyfriend was sort of helping me along the way. And uh, yeah, so I launched a brand called Crumbles and they didn't go so well. I learned of what, a, a lot of what not to do in a business, which has sort of really helped me to get to where I am now. 
and Beauty Bites launched six months ago. So, yeah. That's so cool. And what were the kinds of things you learned that didn't go so well? Biggest thing I learned was no one knows your business better than you do. So I thought because I didn't know much about the industry I was getting into, I needed to get a, you know, some consulting work or someone to give me advice. And at the end of the day, no one can sell your business as well as you can. And I had to learn that the hard way. I didn't understand things because these people were doing it all for me. They were quite misleading and deceptive in what they were doing in terms of bringing me on board. And it was just a bit of a really interesting sort of nine months. And yeah, I sort of decided that I need to go back to, you know, the basics, create a product that I was really genuinely passionate about and that I knew that there was a gap in the marketplace for. And so let's talk specifically about the Beauty Bites. Yeah. Because if it's under crumbled foods, right? Yeah. Because you so, have the, the products as well for the the beauty tools and everything as well. Yeah. So Crumbled Foods is about to go under a bit of a rebrand under Crumbled. So Crumbled is going to be the parent brand because we've got a few new uh, brands that I'll talk about that are launching over the next sort of couple of months. So I've got my own personal travel and sort of wellness blog and Instagram that has really helped to fund my whole business. So that is going to be rebranded as Crumble, which is Kira Rumble, obviously. And then Crumbled will be this sort of parent branch that will sort of have ownership of all of these other sort of sub brands. So we've got Beauty Bites. So Beauty Bites really came because I noticed that I was spending a lot of time and effort and money in the morning spending making, you know, my own protein smoothies, collagen powders, tablets, probiotics, and having all of these you know, unnecessary, expensive uh, supplements and then having a snack. So I decided to go out with, you know, the idea of creating a snack and supplement. And at the time, there was not really anything in that field. I noticed that collagen was quite a big trend overseas, but I hadn't really hit Australia. I got myself an amazing food scientist who still works for me. And we went out and formulated this really incredible, unique product. And it's just been really well received you know, we launched into Priceline seven months ago and we launched into Coles last week. So it's just been a huge, huge few years. And when you decided to hire the food scientist, did you have to have a lot of capital to be able to develop the formula and then to place orders and that kind of thing? Yeah. So one thing I learned very quickly is it's pretty expensive to have a physical product. Uh, So I was quite fortunate to fund everything myself through my online blog, uh, you know, which obviously has been quite profitable to a degree. So it's really just been funding everything for the past couple of years and I haven't taken a wage and I'm fortunate enough to get gifted a lot of things and to travel for work. So I haven't sort of been able to, you know, need to take money out of the business so yeah everything's just been going straight into the food business yeah that's amazing so in that beginning process when you found the you you kind of settled on a formula you were like yep these are amazing these taste great yeah two years of doing that <laughs> oh my gosh it took two years yeah oh, it took about a year and a half to fully 
perfect the formula. And during that time, I got my brand team to work on packaging and concepts and branding. Uh, And then the next big hurdle for us was to find the right manufacturer. Our products are quite specific and quite unique in terms of the formulation. So finding the right manufacturer that had the right capabilities was really important to us. So we had a lot of trial and error trying to go through the right manufacturer. We had to do some reformulation to, you know, find the suitable manufacturer in Australia because the product we had had actually developed, there was no one in Australia that could actually do it, (laughs) which was... um, quite challenging at that time and yeah so the finding the right manufacturer and then going through the whole process of literally constantly following up with the right retail partner so that was just me going into Priceline saying this is my concept they'd come back say show us samples I would go get prototypes I would go in have a five-minute meeting I would have flown from Sydney to Melbourne to have like a five ten-minute meeting fly back home it was just a yeah it's a whole big learning experience for me in the first sort of six months actually yeah was Priceline kind of your foot like the the one store that was your you wanted that store to start well those stores because there's a million of them yeah (laughs) um was that kind of the goal to get that chain of stores and then build from there it was yeah so I had always thought that Priceline was the right retail partner to launch with because, well, for a number of reasons, the online digital footprint that they sort of hold, the right buyer uh, and the right consumers that sort of walk through there on a daily basis are our target demographic. And they've just been such an amazing sort of brand to be able to help launch. They sort of saw the potential in what I was trying to do from an early sort of stage. And yeah, they really were um, really crucial in trying to launch the brand successfully because it gave us that credibility. Mm. And do you think that's what helped you get Coles and places like Urban Outfitters to stock the brand? Absolutely. I think Priceline was probably, it. like I was saying, it gives you that credibility going, you know, we're already in 440 stores in a national retailer. So I think there was less risk for Coles to want to take us on board. So again, that was a big experience, you know, flying down from Sydney to Melbourne for a 20-minute meeting. Going into the Coles head office was just (laughs) such an eye-opener for me because, you know, I I was my only person, my only employee and going into somewhere where you had your nest layers and everything in there. It was a um, a huge eye-opener, but it was a really exciting period for I sort of knew by the second meeting with Coles that I'd had, I had a really good chance of actually being able to get ranged. Yeah. And when, um, for example, Priceline placed their first order, I mean, 440 stores is absolutely insane. So what kind of units were you doing of the brand? So yeah, that was, uh, definitely the biggest order that we'd had. So we sort of were working off the uh, we've got 14 units per pack. So we're looking at two sort of units or two packs per store per flavor. It was a big minimum order, uh, which in itself, you're dealing with retailers that don't pay you up front. So I had to work and yeah. I had the sort of the inkling that I was, I knew exactly when that purchase order was coming. And I like to buy all of my ingredients up front so I don't have credit. Uh, just try and stay cash positive. So I really had to just work my ass off and trying to ensure that I sort of had the right capital sort of put away to start saving. 
Amazing. And in the early days when you did just launch uh, with Priceline, I know you have a quite a big following on your Instagram. It's 450 plus, I think. Yeah. Obviously, that would have been a major help for you launching the brand. But how did you go about finding your first customers on the site and um, in the early days? I think my social media has been really crucial to the brand success purely because I was documenting business and the brand development from a really early sort of stage and a lot of people started to be really invested in what I was doing and I kept on teasing them with you know something's coming this is sort of a hint and I think that that was a huge part in creating that loyal customer base we also you know have 50% of our revenue come from our online store so we still drive you know the bulk deals on our online store and that's why we've added in the new brand habitual beauty which is a little bit more of an elevated brand that um, we're in development at the moment for. So it's all about sort of, for me, the customer really needs to be able to buy into the brand. And, you know, I'm an Australian woman that's doing something, in my opinion, that's pretty cool. And there are so many other Aussie founders out there. So it's really easy for these sort of consumers to buy into this business and buy into the brand and feel part of it. So, yeah. Mm. That's so cool. And you mentioned something there a moment ago. With producing a brand like this, do you have to do things like trademarks and kind of that sort of side of thing? How do you do something like that? Well, let me tell you about a story. (laughs) When I started out in business, I thought the best thing for me to do was to go to the best trademark attorney in Australia. And with the best of the best comes, you know, a huge Sydney office that's over three levels. And with that comes a really expensive price tag. So I spent so much more money than what was necessary to ensure that I had, you know, three trademarks. Uh, and then obviously you want, I wanted to go international. So I went and got international trademarks. And I think that was one of the, the issues with me getting a little bit too ahead of myself because now I've got this amazing uh, trademark attorney that works for me. You know, she's a, an independent person. She's got one other girl working for her and she just sort of doesn't over-marginalise things and she's, you know, understands what I'm trying to achieve and works out the best cost-effective way for me. Uh, but, yeah, trademarking was a huge thing for me to ensure that I wouldn't have any trademark infringements. So that was a big thing. Another thing that is really crucial, in my opinion, when you're starting out is to ensure that you have the right legal team or, you know, you can go to some lawyers and go, okay, well, I'm starting out in business. I need a, an NDA. I need a credit application form. Anything that you think I'm going to need, can you just do it for me? So that was extremely important because I'm doing all of this R&D and it took, you know, a year and a half to formulate these products you know, I needed to have that protection. So having the right NDA, having the right R&D tax specialist and advising you on all of the R&D grant process was really important to me. And then also the trademarking. Mm. That's so cool. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. 
Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems. But getting therapy has its own problems too. Like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. I want to switch to talk a little bit about something you were telling me earlier, which is the Sephora Seed Accelerator program you've just gotten into, which is so exciting. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. I actually applied for it last year and I got knocked back. It was before we had launched Beauty Bites and I got my hopes up and I'd always wanted to launch this brand called Habitual Beauty, which was, you know, for the modern day woman that wanted to create or wanted to utilize this incredible skincare and nutraceutical company that would fit into their lifestyle effortlessly and easily. So Habitual Beauty tried to go for the accelerator program last year. I got off back and then this year they sort of emailed me going, hey, we've seen you've launched your Beauty Bites because that was I was living and breathing one brand and I was trying to almost convince these people that I could do both of them and I, I couldn't. I knew I couldn't. You can't launch two brands at the same time when it's just one person. So they came back to me and they say, okay, well, we're seeing you do Beauty Bites and you've done it really well. Let's start with Habitual Beauty. So I applied again and I got it. So that's really exciting. And um, it was meant to be in San Fran in you know a week, but obviously with everything going on with COVID-19, that's just done all virtually now. Oh, okay. So it's still going ahead, but it'll be virtual. Yeah. Yeah. And so what happens in the seed accelerator? Do they give you some money if you win it? Or is it just about like going through the process and then launching the brand into Sephora? What happens? So for me, it's not about the money because I think the grant's something like $5,000, which for me will probably just 
you know, <laughs> get used up pretty quickly. But um, obviously any money helps, right? But uh, it's more about opening up the ability to have these conversations with Sephora buyers and planners and we've got access to media training, product development, uh, focus groups. We go through, you know, online social media and how to, you know, utilize the right Facebook advertising and so forth, which I have done to a degree, but I'm really looking forward to going back to basics because a lot of the things that I've learned with Beauty Bites is sort of all self-taught. So it'll be nice to sort of go back to basics with that. And then in October, I get to have a big pitch day in Sephora. Hopefully that will go ahead to be able to pitch to, I think it's something like 150 investors. Wow. Holy smokes. That's crazy. Yeah. Let's not talk about that because I'm a little nervous already just thinking about that. (laughs) And do you know like what you'd be pitching for in terms of like the money stuff already or do you just kind of go through the process and then figure it out as you go what you'll potentially need and how big you want to go at the moment uh one thing that's really quite interesting for just beauty bites is literally two days after i launched you know linkedin is quite important to me i do a lot of my connections on linkedin I put out, you know, launching to price sign, blah, 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 blah. And then I had a lot of the top investment companies just email me and call me going, okay, well, what's your exit strategy? And for me, that was something that was really unfamiliar because I have always seen myself to have a long-term sort of career in my own business. I've called my business after my own name. So (laughs) I sort of had always thought that, you know, I would at least be within this business or a part in the business for the next five to seven years. So it was quite interesting to have this conversation piece about what's your exit strategy. And it sort of helped to shift my mentality about creating a business that I could actually build and then sell. So I guess the habitual beauty is something that I'm always open to having a conversation with the right person about, you know, getting capital, getting investors and so forth. So I've learned never to say never, always just be open to hear about the conversation. Yeah, absolutely. It's such an exciting journey and you're really at the beginning of it, it seems. I know. I thought it was quite rude, someone saying, what's your exit strategy? And I'm like, oh, I've got two products that well, three flavors at the moment. So let's just develop some more products first and then we can talk. So, yeah. Um, so let's talk about your marketing for the Beauty Bites. I know you mentioned before you hadn't done too much of the Facebook ads and that kind of thing before. Are you working on the marketing and everything by yourself? So when we launched, it was just me. Uh, I've got a publicist and it was just a combination of me, you know, working my ass off, trying to figure out the right influences and the right seeding strategy and a combination of traditional press. And then as I started to get busier, I brought on a agency. I also learned that an agency probably in my business infancy probably wasn't the right decision to do because at that time I was paying, you know, account management fees and so forth. And the ROI that we were getting online sort of wasn't really justifying that. Obviously, because we are 50% online and 50% in store, we have to sort of do that brand awareness plus the Facebook advertising where we wanted to see the right ROI. So now I've got a girl that works pretty much full time with me on my Facebook and content strategy and social media. And she's just been incredible. So cool. For a quarter of the price. (laughs) For a quarter of the price, I'm sure. (laughs) 
agency can be a big cost, that's for sure. Yeah, look, I totally understand their worth, but I think at the moment I've got three flavours. I've got a food product. Once I start bringing in, you know, multiple products, then it will be worth bringing in maybe an agency. But, uh, yeah, another experience. What advice do you have for other women who want to start a business and especially a food business slash beauty business? Trust your gut. No one knows your business as better as well as you do. And to know your legal rights and be able to be well versed in protecting your legal rights. How do you find the right legal representation? Did you have a recommendation or did you just start like contacting people to get a vibe? Uh, I. Yes, I have only ever used legal representation where I've had a referral. I find that the people that you don't actually have a referral for are the people where I've actually come into some issues with and I almost kick myself for not actually going and seeking that referral or seeking sort of a recommendation or even just asking them going, do you have a client that you're currently working with that I could speak to and see how you've handled it? So that's sort of my best practice that I'm doing at the moment. If, you know, I'm wanting to go to an external agency, I always ask for their, you know, testimonial book or referrals for someone that I can contact. Yeah. Um, And I want to talk lastly about the current pandemic for COVID-19 and mm-hmm. whether that's having an impact on your brand and if you've had to innovate or do anything differently during this time. We've definitely had to pivot our social dialogue online. I, I saw the extent of what was going on overseas quite quickly. I'm not really, I don't read Australian news. I read sort of international news on a regular basis so I thought that, you know, we brought out a free 14-day social distancing ebook quite quickly. Uh, it was about trying to support our consumers and customers through this time rather than having a blatant sell, sell, sell. So we were trying to add value to the consumer and our sort of audience. Uh, we've had to, you know, our cult, we were, we, I literally launched at the worst possible time into Coles for, you know, the Beauty Bites. So that was something that I really had to change. You know, we had a huge launch event that we had to do. So instead we, I utilised my design and my stylist for the event. We created these beautiful care hampers to go out to people to help nurture them and help support them through this time. And it was just really about trying to change that dialogue and give my customers as much support as they could, as I could give, yeah. Yeah, and I think that's when the the DNA of a brand really shines through, when you can see that, brands do care and they are thinking about the greater good versus that sell, sell, sell message. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's important to feel that brands kind of are in it and care about the consumer. Totally. Yeah. They should. Yeah. Yeah. You can see through it though. Yeah. You can see through it when it's fake. That's for sure. Yeah. So I usually ask six questions to every woman that I speak to. And they're always the same. So let's get started. Number one is what's your why? It's really to create a product that I'm proud of and to really help shift this healthy snacking, uh, you know, Australian movement that we're seeing. A lot of the products on the market are actually showing, you know, trying to promote themselves as being healthy when they're actually not. So it's really trying to help reshift and reshape the healthy food movement, really. 
at the moment with just food products. <laughs> I'm going to stray from my regular like quick fire question and ask you another question. Yeah. How do you determine what is a healthy brand and what's not? How do you differentiate the good between the bad? My biggest thing is sugar content. So, uh, well, okay. So a huge thing for me is all of these people claiming to be healthy and all natural in skincare, not necessarily food because the food standards are quite high. You know, in skincare, you can have something that looks like an organic bag and you can call yourself an organic product. And so that's sort of something that really triggers me because I want to be as authentic and um, you know, I get quite peeved when I see quite misleading people. So for me, the sugar content is my number one thing. You know, there's no point selling something that's meant to be a healthy product if it's full of sugar or hidden sugars. So that's sort of my number one, you know, tell, I think, in a business. And even with collagen bars, the I didn't even know this until I started formulating the products. If you've got a high sugar content in a collagen bar, it actually nullifies the absorption of collagen. So you're essentially buying, you know, a date bar or a high sugared bar saying that you're going to be having collagen, but you're actually not going to be able to absorb the collagen. So just little things like that. It's just quite frustrating. Yeah. Wow. I think I'm definitely a sucker for packaging that says like healthy or natural. And I'm like, oh yeah, it must be fine. I don't have to live it over. Yes, totally. And it's a big eye opener to actually now because I live and breathe food labels, it's a huge eye opener to see how many brands out there are misleading and deceptive. There are some amazing brands out there, uh, in, especially in Australia in the food formulation in just sort of food in general, but there's a lot of dodgy ones. <laughs> mm. Number two is what's the number one marketing thing that made your business pop? Online social media. Paid or organic? Organic. I haven't actually paid an influencer yet. So we are going to be doing our an influencer campaign. But at the moment, yeah, it's just been people that are genuinely believing in the product. And I've got a lot of friends in the industry too, which helps. That does help. Yeah. <laughs> Number three is where do you hang out to get smarter? LinkedIn. I think LinkedIn is a really great tool for any young business or business owner to sort of get involved in and podcasts. What are you listening to at the moment? You. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, thanks. (laughs) No, at the moment, to be completely honest, I'm actually giving my podcast I'm finding that I'm really, really stimulated at work. So I'm actually a true crime buff at the moment. But um, yeah, I I like to listen to a lot of the sort of the health and wellness podcasts to get sort of ideas and case studies for, you know, food trends and things like that. I've been really addicted to uh, the Lady Vanishes podcast. Yeah. And yeah. Um, they just finally released a new episode, which has been like since December 22 or something. And I was like, yes, finally. (laughs) I was such a sucker for a true crime. It's unbelievable. I feel like Australia has so many good ones as well. Yeah, I know, sadly, but yeah. Yes, sadly. Um, Also, just back to the LinkedIn thing. Yeah. So when you're connecting with people, do you just, you know, slide into their LinkedIn inbox and be like, hey, like, let's connect? Or are you following people? What's your strategy? 
Uh, to reach out to as many people in the industry. So that's how I found my Coles buyer. And it was literally me just going, hey, <laughs> I've got a product. I'd love to send you some. And it's, you know, literally just about following up, being persistent. Um, yeah, I just think it's a really amazing way to be able to learn about people and what they've done in the past and what they're doing in the future. Uh, yeah, I love LinkedIn so much. I'm on it probably more than, oh, no, that's probably a lie. I used to be. At the moment, I'm on my Instagram and Facebook a lot, but I would normally be outside of this pandemic on LinkedIn more so than my Facebook and Instagram. Number four is how do you win the day? And that's around your AM and PM rituals and the things you do religiously that kind of keep you productive and happy and thriving. My morning routine is pretty much the same every morning. Uh, So I thrive off having a routine. I am a big to-do list person. So I feel very achieved and very fulfilled when I actually tick everything off. And uh, being able to get outside at least once a day is sort of a huge, um, it's important for me to be able to be able to walk outside. So take the dogs for a walk or something. Oh, yeah, you have really cute dogs. Oh, little sausage dogs, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number five is if you only had $1,000 left in your business bank account, where would you spend it? Yeah, so I saw this question. And I have got some questions for you. (laughs) So it depends of where my business is at. So at the moment, a lot of our money is going into product development. But I think if I was trying to get sales and to draw in revenue, I think the biggest thing for me is content creation and sort of online social media. I think that at the moment, that's where we're best spent. Yeah. Yeah. The question's really around like, how you kind of what what your most important revenue driver is and where you see like direct direct impact yeah so, actually you know what else uh is quite important is our database is rapidly growing actually so we see the best ROI on um our EDMs oh and how are you growing your database or why is it rapidly growing Value add. So that ebook that we did, we uh, I pumped that through my social media and the Crumbled Foods account, and uh, you know just by getting free ebooks, offering fifteen percent sign up discounts, offering sort of reward programs and things like that. Amazing. And last question: How do you deal with failure? And it can be a specific example or just your general mindset and approach when things are going wrong. I am incredibly stubborn. So I think think that uh, I've got a very unique ability to see the positive in every situation. So I'm extremely stubborn and, you know, we had a huge issue before about to launch into Coles uh, from my side and I always, I kept on saying, it's okay, it's all going to work out. I know it will. And I couldn't figure out quite exactly how it was going to work, but you've just got to adapt, shift and pivot to sort of get to the right you know, outcome that you do. And at the same time, you know, I had a product that completely failed and I just knew, you know, okay, I'm going to give it one more go. And yeah, I've been, I think you learn from your failures. Yeah. And that persistence in, to keep going when, when you get knocked down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> Where can people find you? At Crumble, so K-R-U-M-B-L-E, so Cura Rumble, and Crumbled Foods with a K. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. Thank you. Thank you. It's been a fun to chat. Hey, it's June here. Thanks for listening to this amazing episode of the Female Startup Club podcast. If you're a fan of the show and want even more of the good stuff, I'd recommend checking out femalestartupclub.com where you can subscribe to our free newsletter. We send it out weekly covering female founder business news, insights and learnings in D2C, and interesting business resources. And if you're a founder building an e-commerce brand, you can join our private network of entrepreneurs called Hype Club at femalestartupclub.com forward slash Hype Club. We have guests from the show joining us for intimate Ask Me Anythings, expert workshops, and a group of totally amazing, like-minded women building the future of D2C brands. As always, please do subscribe, rate and review the show, and post your favorite episodes to Instagram stories. I am beyond grateful when you do that. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. June here. Thanks for listening to this amazing episode of the Female Startup Club podcast. If you're a fan of the show and want even more of the good stuff, I'd recommend checking out femalestartupclub.com where you can subscribe to our free newsletter. We send it out weekly covering female founder business news, insights and learnings in D2C, and interesting business resources. And if you're a founder building an e-commerce brand, you can join our private network of entrepreneurs called Hype Club at femalestartupclub.com forward slash hype club. We have guests from the show joining us for intimate Ask Me Anythings, expert workshops, and a group of totally amazing, like-minded women building the future of D2C brands. As always, please do subscribe, rate and review the show, and post your favorite episodes to Instagram stories. I am beyond grateful when you do that. (laughs) 